Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Mindful Babes podcast. We are going to be talking all about what it means to attract somebody who is emotionally unavailable, what that looks like. I'm going to give you some signs that you can look for and signs to look for for men who are actually looking for a commitment, who do actually want something with you long-term, which I have a feeling if you're listening to this podcast, if you follow me, chances are you desire to attract a partner, someone who you can create something amazing with long-term. Maybe you have run into attracting people who are not looking for that. Maybe you you know, start something up with them. It feels like there could be that mutual interest. You think it's going somewhere, but then they let you know that they're only looking for something casual or they don't want to ruin what you two have, or they, they need time for themselves. They need to focus on them. Whatever that means, it's still keeping you from attracting that dream relationship. So today it's all about what emotionally unavailable experiences look like and how to move toward what you actually want. And before we dive in, I want to pop in and remind you that the Casual to Committed Academy waitlist is now open. And I'm so, so excited. This is my six-week program. It's a self-study program for you to learn how to attract men who are looking for something long-term, step away from men who are only looking to keep it casual, and how to feel more confident than ever in what you bring to the table, how you show up in dating, and also getting your mindset on board. The last round of Women Inside of the Casual to Committed Academy had huge, huge breakthroughs. They shared so many wins with me, and I know that you will experience the same thing. So doors are going to be opening soon, so you'll be able to jump into this round of the Academy. And first things first, we get to get you on the wait list so that you can be the first to know when it opens. You're going to get exclusive access to the course before anybody else and who else loves savings like me, you are going to save $200 on casual to committed by being on the wait list. So you definitely want to be on, you're going to be the first to know when it opens and you're going to have the option to buy the program at a discounted rate because you're going to be saving 200 and I love rewarding fast action takers. So go ahead and click the link in my bio or the link in the show notes to get on the wait list. It's only going to be around for a few more days. Okay, now let's dive in. So let's talk about emotional unavailability. Maybe you've heard of emotionally unavailable. It's you know something that I support so many clients with, so many women with, is how to attract an emotionally available partner. What that means is that 
someone who's emotionally available, they're looking for the same thing as you. They're on the same page. They want that committed relationship just like you. They're looking to create the foundation for something really amazing. They're looking to pursue you and move things forward. They want things to progress. They want you two to get to know each other on a deep level and really find out if there's potential to create something long-term, right? To find out if you two are soulmates. Someone who's emotionally available, they want intimacy. They wanna get to know you. They wanna get to know the people around you in your life. They have an interest in knowing your friends, knowing more about your hobbies, meeting your family. They share details of their life with you. You know a lot about you know, what's important to them and they know a lot about you. There's a lot of intimacy, right? So where you two can really see into each other. And by the way, not sure if you've heard this before, intimacy, it is into me, you see. Okay, so intimacy is into me, you see. So what I mean by intimacy, of course, the physical, you know, that, that definitely is important. And at, when it comes at the right time, it really does progress a relationship forward. And true intimacy is really being able to show your authentic self to somebody, knowing that you can be all of you, not worrying about being too much, too much of this, not enough of this. Really being able to be intimate with somebody is when you know with complete confidence that you as the fullest version, fullest expression of you is more than enough. And with that energy, you create the space for that person to show up in the same way. So that's real, true intimacy. And another sign of someone being emotionally available is letting their feelings be known right? So letting you know exactly what they're feeling, how they're feeling about you, where you're standing, right? What's coming up for them. So these are just a few examples of what emotional availability looks like when you're dating. And the reason this is so important is because we're not here to play around. We're not here to, you know, date somebody for, six months and then have them disappear. We're not here to date somebody for four months and then invite them to our friend's wedding and have them say, oh, you know, actually I, I don't see this going anywhere. I don't see this turning into anything serious. You know, we're not here to exclusively see somebody for three months and it basically be a relationship without the label, but then it comes out that he doesn't want to ruin what you two have, or he's not looking for anything serious, wants to keep it casual. It's not what we're here for. We're here for that true love. We're here for that relationship of your dreams. We're here for you to be able to take somebody home on the holidays, to be able to share your wins, share the amazing things that you're doing at work, introduce to your friends, cuddle on a Friday night, on the couch, in your sweatpants, eating pizza. We're here to have that person in case we go into some type of quarantine again, right? To have that person in your life. So we get to be really solid in what it is that we're looking for and only be available for people who are willing to meet us halfway. When someone's emotionally unavailable, they're not meeting you halfway. 
lot of the times it's more you, it's you worrying, it's you putting yourself out there more, it's you being accommodating, you initiating. And it's almost like this feeling of chasing something that is running away, right? And that's one of the laws of the universe, what you chase will run. So when you from the get-go are only open, only available for, only entertain somebody who is emotionally available, then that's what you're going to get. And there is no chasing. It's a receiving. It's a balance. It's a meeting halfway. And that's what you get to have. So let me dive into, you know, what it is that has somebody be emotionally unavailable. And here's the thing. You are the source of everything in your experience. What do I mean by that? So it always starts with you, right? If you're looking for a relationship so you can feel happy, so you can experience joy, awesome. How are you creating that in your life now as a single woman? How are you the source of joy? How are you the source of happiness? Do you play? Do you look for the positive in situations? Do you do things that make you feel like a kid? How are you responsible for your happiness? Because it's only when you create it within yourself that you are able to attract it in somebody else. So it's very similar to attracting money, which I'm very, very into money mindset work. I love, you know, play, I view money as a game. I view it all as a game. I view life as a game and I view it as, okay, so this life is short and how can I make it the most epic possible? What games can I play with the universe, with energy, with money so that I can have more of it, so that I can experience mass amounts of it? So with money and attracting more money into your life, it always comes from the feeling of already having it. So it can be hard to feel abundant and high vibe and like this queen, right? When, you know, you have under a hundred dollars in your bank account, right? Or if you, you know, feel like, oh my God, I have so much debt or, you know, I barely make enough money. It's hard to feel abundant, right? And so what you're looking for is more money because you believe, oh, I'm going to feel abundant. I'm going to feel secure. I'm going to be feel free. I'm going to feel happy. So money is not going to be attracted to you. It's not going to want to flow to you until you start bringing those qualities yourself, until you start acting that way without the money. Because if you're delaying and if you're saying, I can't possibly feel this ease, support, joy, abundance without physically having money in my bank account, you're not going to attract more. So it's all about feeling into those feelings now to attract what you want. So that's an example with money, right? So gratitude for what is, appreciating what you already have, looking around you and being like, oh my gosh, the chair I bought, the apartment I'm in, the laptop I'm using, that's how money has always supported me. Wow, I'm actually really abundant. I've always had enough and I'll always have enough. Right. And that's like baseline playing with the energy of it. And now let's talk about what that looks like when you're attracting your dream relationship. So if you're only focusing on, you know, I want to feel happy. I want to feel loved. I want to feel supported. I want to feel confident. That's really great. And if you're going straight to, I'm not going to feel that way until my person is here, you've missed the boat. 
you've totally missed the boat because then you're creating a situation where you have lack. You're deciding, well, I can't feel happy. I can't feel confident. I can't feel joyful. I can't feel loved, supported, adored. I can't feel that way unless there is a person physically in my life giving that to me, making me feel that way. You know, I've heard a lot of women say, I want someone to make me feel special. And so that's actually your job. That's actually something you can create. And this is a whole other episode of, you know, how to feel that way, how to make yourself feel like that adored woman that you already are as a single woman. So when we're talking about attracting your dream relationship, it's about tapping into all the things that you want to experience, all the feelings you want to be feeling once that person is in your life, tapping into that now. So this is where we really want to get clear from the get-go of what we want to experience and start being the source of that now. And that is what's going to attract somebody who is emotionally available, right? The essence of not needing it is what brings it to you. Anytime I've been needy around money, right? I'm like, oh, I really need money. It's like putting this energetic strain on it. And exactly when I was single, I'd be like, I want to meet someone by the end of the year. I want to, I want to be in a relationship by so-and-so's wedding so I can have a date because I'm a bridesmaid. And anytime I would put that energetic pressure, I would actually push it away, which is not what we want. So we get to loosen it. We get to play in it. And we get to start feeling those things now. So Likely when you attract somebody who, when you are, you know, even entertaining somebody who is emotionally not there, emotionally unavailable, there's actually a part of you that's emotionally unavailable, right? So, and I hate to say that because somebody who's emotionally unavailable, they're denying you certain parts of them. They're denying you security. They're denying you authenticity, honesty, vulnerability, intimacy, all the things that create a relationship. They're denying you of that. And the part of you that is a match for that is also emotionally unavailable. So where else are you denying yourself that intimacy? Where else are you denying yourself vulnerability? Where else are you hiding? Where else do you have walls up? So this is all about being aware, you know, what, it, what about me attracted this? And this is not the time to go into self beat up and say, oh my gosh, like I'm so bad or I did it wrong. There's no doing it wrong. It's just about really taking responsibility and being like, okay, so how was I a match for this? How did I attract this? You know, where, where did I allow this? What part in me thought, okay, you know, I'm going to, I know this person isn't giving me all my needs, but let's just see if anything changes. Let's see if I can convince him. Let's see if I can change my mind. Right. So we're always responsible for our, you know, what sticks around in our experiences. I was responsible for attracting emotionally unavailable men. I attracted narcissistic, toxic, self-absorbed men who I put on a pedestal because I believed that they were my source of security and feeling adored. And I always loved going after men who were hard to get because I felt like, Oh, if I can get them, then I'll win a prize. And so, you know, maybe they would commit to me. Maybe I would quote unquote get them. And I would be like, Oh my God, I won, but I didn't because they weren't willing to give me the things that I needed. And because I didn't have that self-worth enough at that time in my life and my experience to go, you know what, 
I deserve a commitment. I deserve vulnerability. I deserve someone who, you know, sees a long-term future with me and he doesn't. I wasn't at the place where I could confidently walk away because I was like, no, I can't lose. I don't want to be single again. I can't start over. So I tried to force and hang on. And guess what happens when you try to force something? It doesn't work out. So here are some signs that you may be seeing someone who wants to keep it casual. You might be Maybe this is something where you're not seeing anybody right now and you're listening to this. You're like, Valerie, I'm very single right now. Okay, awesome. So perhaps you've attracted this type of person in the past. And this is the perfect time because now you know what to look for. Now you're going to know what signs are indicative that this person isn't emotionally there. They're not emotionally available. They're not looking for the same things as you. So some ways to tell that this is something more casual, that this is something where the person's not emotionally unavailable. So he gets uncomfortable when you bring up the future. So maybe you ask, where, where is this going? What do you see? What are you looking for? How are you feeling about us? And he maybe changes the subject or he doesn't give you a straight answer or he says, yeah, let's just take it one day at a time. You know, oh, I, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm really scared of getting hurt. I don't want to rush into anything. I don't want to ruin what we have. You know, this doesn't, not, none of these things, by the way, that I'm sharing, it's never absolute. It's never all the time. And these are my opinions. This is my experience from personal experience, guiding many, many clients through this, you know, the studies, the courses I've taken nothing is an all the time thing. So it's very possible that someone could have said this to you. And then two months later, you're going to be in a relationship with them. And authentically, they didn't want to rush at that moment. So nothing is absolute. Nothing is all the time. This is common. This is common to hear from emotionally unavailable men. Next, you haven't met any of his friends or his family members. He really really tries to keep you separate from those in his life. So whenever you spend time with him, it's just you and him. He rarely likes to have it be a group thing. He rarely likes to have you meet other people in his life. He really keeps you two separate. He often doesn't follow through with what he says he's going to do. So calling, texting you, showing up. If he says, I'll call you later tonight, I'll text you tomorrow. Um, you know, let's hang out tomorrow, let's hang out Thursday. And he kind of drops off. He doesn't always follow through. So when he says he's going to do something, you kind of question if he will. Right? So he's not really trying to keep your trust. He's not really trying to impress you at this point if he's not even following through with his word. He's not being integrous with his word. Next, you find yourself initiating plans and asking to see him more than the other way around. So you may think, oh my God, if I were to not text him, if I were to not reach out to him for a week, then we probably wouldn't talk. That's a sign that this person is emotionally unavailable if you're the one doing all the legwork, if you're the one having to move everything forward. Days and even weeks can pass without hearing from him. His communication is spotty. You never know when you're going to hear from him. So there's a rhythm that's created when something is moving toward a committed relationship, when someone is really interested, when someone is pursuing you, there's 
a consistency. So it doesn't mean, oh, I'm going to hear from him every other day at this time. It's there's a predictability. It's like, oh, he usually, you know, will reach out, ask how my weekend's going. He'll usually ask to make plans with me earlier in the week. You know, I know I'll hear from him soon. And when it's someone who's looking for commitment, it's almost like a fun, like, ooh, I wonder when I'm going to hear from him next. And when it's someone who's emotionally unavailable, somebody who's not all the way open, it's almost like this feeling in your gut, this really anxious feeling of, holy crap, when am I going to hear from him again? When is he going to reach out? And you're, it's not fun. It's not this fun light. Like, ooh, let's see when he pops in again. It's like this, oh my gosh, is he disappearing? Is this it? So that's a really, really big sign, right? That he's okay with going large amounts of time without having contact with you. So he doesn't show interest in meeting with your friends or family or anybody important in your world. This is big too, right? Because as you're progressing, it's like he gets to know the people in your world. And if he's really pursuing you, if he really wants something long-term with you, he will make it a priority to, you know, go to your friend's engagement party, to, you know, go, you know, meet up with you and your group of friends to do something where your friends are around to meet members of your family if they're local, right? That's something that's important to him. It doesn't mean that he's going to be over the moon excited, but he knows, gosh, if I'm pursuing this woman long-term, I get to know the people in her life. So if he has zero interest in this or you invite him to stuff and he usually says no, it's definitely something you want to look at. Another sign, spending time together is usually on his terms. It's more, more so it's conveniencing him. You know, you going to him, only spending time at his house. You're the one driving. You're kind of coming to him. Or sometimes even a sign is like, oh, it's something that's really low effort. It's, you know, free or it's super duper easy, not really thought out in advance. So not saying that. You know, someone needs to be spending money on you. And a lot of it is really the intention behind it, the thought of you. So even if it's a picnic, even if it's a walk, it's like he's thinking of, you know, oh, she wants to go. She mentioned wanting to go on this specific walk or, oh, this is somewhere we both mentioned we haven't been before. I'm going to plan the date here. So it's really his plans are with you in mind. And that's okay if, you know, sometimes it's like his place or, you know, somewhere closer to him, but it's all about that balance, right? So is it more so you going out of your way, you having to go to him, you bending, you, you know, you having to make things work and accommodate him. It's definitely something you want to look at. So another big sign is he keeps you in the dark about personal details of his life. So maybe you've been seeing him for a few months and you barely know anything. Like, you know where he grew up, you knew about, you know about his family, but he's pretty surface level, right? He tries to keep things, you know, he doesn't want to go deep. Maybe you ask him a question and he won't really go that deep with you or he gives you kind of a surface answer or he'll say, I don't know. This is definitely a strategy that people who are emotionally avoidant will use to actually put distance between the intimacy. It's, it's a strategy. So it's a way for them to not get too close. 
So keeping you in the dark, not really letting you see that much. Intimacy, intimacy, intimacy. So another sign is that he makes it known that he's seeing other women. He even discusses those details with you. So that is a major sign that's also really painful. I think it's rude. You know, I definitely, and this is inside of casual to committed, you know, really making it known that your time is valuable and that it's likely that you are seeing other people. However, you know, men don't like hearing about other men and women don't like hearing about other women, right? We, it's not that we want to think we're the only one. We're not naive. We're like, oh, he's probably seeing other people. But to share those details, it could be not very tasteful and it can be hurtful. So if he's trying to tell you stories like, oh, you know, I was on a date the other week or this one girl I'm talking to or, you know, the other night, like this girl said, blah, blah, blah. You want to feel like you are the prize and you are being pursued. And when a man, a quality man is pursuing a woman, he's very intentional about what he's going to share and how, the experience he's going to create for her. So he's not going to be bragging about other women or talk about other women or anything, right? He wants to put all the focus on you and have you feel special because he's trying to win you over, right? That's a that, or that is a man who is emotionally available, someone who is very secure and someone who wants to create something real with you. That's a really major red flag. And I actually dated someone who was emotionally unavailable and something that he did was he talked a lot about his ex. And there was still, he would be like, oh, one time me and you know her name got in this fight and blah, blah, blah. Oh, one time she got mad at me for this or that. And he was still talking about her a lot using her name and there's still like heat behind it. He wasn't at that, that place when you're truly healed, you're kind of indifferent, right? You're like, you're, you're able to send it love. You're indifferent. You're not like, Oh my God, she's such a biatch or this or that. It's you're in this neutral place of, yep, that happened. I wish them well. I'm moving on. So if he's talking about his ex as well, that is definitely, definitely a sign. Another sign is he doesn't make plans with you with much advance notice. It's usually day of or less than 24 hours. So when he does reach out, it's always, what are you doing tonight? Want to hang out tonight? Want to come over today? Want to do this today? It's very little notice. And what ends up happening is he's, if you have shown him, like, let's say that's the dynamic you two have where he invites you to something and then you're usually available and then he starts to create something in his mind where he's like, oh, well, I don't really have to plan ahead for Valerie. Like whenever I ask to see her, she drops whatever she's doing or she's always available. Why would I plan ahead? We teach people how to treat us. So if you're available last minute, he's going to treat you in such a way, right? So this is also, you know, if you are someone who is available last minute and even in your mind where you're like, dang this is really late notice or, oh, that, you know, I'm supposed to meet up with this person, but I would rather see him. You drop things for him. He's going to know that. And that is the way he's going to treat you. It's very casual. So inside of the casual to committed Academy, I teach you, you know, how to navigate these situations because there are many quality guys who will try this in the beginning. They will ask 
for something with very soon notice. And it's all about setting that tone for what it's like to date you, right? So if you're this in-demand woman, this queen who multiple men are pursuing, you are the prize, it's not likely that you're available with little notice, right? If someone doesn't make plans with you in advance, you're going to be on a date with someone else, or maybe you'll be out with friends meeting, meeting a guy who's going to see you and want to pursue you. So there's definitely a dance to this, and we just really want to look at, is he valuing your time? Is he being intentional with your time? Does he have a plan when he invites you to do something? Is it just, oh, let's hang out? Or is it like, hey, let's go, you know, watch the sunset. Let's go, you know, to dinner at this place. Let's try this out. Let's go on this hike. Is he putting thought into it? Or is it just come over, meet me out? I'm doing this. Come join me. You know, what? what is that like, right? And again, no absolute, no black and white. It's always, always different. And... One of the biggest clues of all is you notice yourself feeling anxious. You notice yourself hyper-focusing on him when you're going to hear from him. It's like every time you see him, you feel like you're on cloud nine. It's almost like you're on drugs. And then when it comes time to separate, when you leave, when he leaves, it's like the panic sets in. After a few hours, after a day, if you don't hear from him, you feel really anxious. You feel really in the dark about when you're going to hear from him next. And it's this unpleasant feeling. Hyper-focusing is putting all of your energy onto one thing. And then we apply that force. Men can feel that energy when you're just putting so much energy into when is he going to text? Oh my God, where is he? We can feel that. Same way if you've ever had someone who is interested in you and you know that they're just waiting to hear from you. They're not seeing anyone else. They're, you know, they're putting all their energy on you. Does it make you want to lean in more or does it make you want to pull back? And this is in the context of when you're not interested in somebody. So I know a lot of us have had that experience, right? And it doesn't feel good for the person, doesn't feel good for you. And it's not sustainable. Most importantly, it's not sustainable. You cannot create a healthy long-term relationship when it starts out with you feeling really anxious, when it starts out with you feeling like this obsessive, scared feeling. It's okay to, you know, have some anxious thoughts, of course. I'm not saying it's never okay to not be anxious. I definitely have an anxious attachment style, but you know, with Ryan, I never felt sick. When am I going to hear from him? I never had to question how he felt about me. I never had to wonder where I stood or wonder if I was interested because he showed me so many signs. So if you resonated with three or more of these that I shared, I shared over 10, there were three that you were like, oh my God, that's what I'm experiencing right now, or that's what I've experienced in the past. Chances are, you tend to attract emotionally unavailable partners. And that's okay because your past is not indicative. It, what you've had in the past, what you've attracted in the past has no weight on the future and what's possible for you. You deserve that person who makes plans with you in advance, who knows that you are in demand, who knows that he needs to get on your calendar in advance or else someone else will. 
someone who makes it known how he's feeling about you, somebody who moves things forward, somebody who you always know, okay, we're going to see each other again, right? He's always checking in. He's reaching out. He's made it clear that he's looking for something serious and he affirms how he feels about you. He's somebody who handles your time with care, your emotions with care. He creates a safe space, a safe environment for you to be open and vulnerable. He doesn't try to keep you at an arm's distance. He wants you to be the fullest expression of you. You never feel like you're too much or not enough of anything. You have the permission to shine brightly and be the queen that you are. This is the man worth doing the inner work for. This is the man worth waiting for. And this is the man worth learning about what has had you attract the opposite of him. Because the man I just described to you, he's not rare. He's not hard to find. But there's a lot of guys who are the opposite of him, the guys who are looking to keep it casual. So it's about knowing these distinctions, knowing these signs, and being willing to walk away and open yourself up to somebody who is emotionally available from the get-go. So I hope that you found today's episode valuable. I hope it provided some thoughts, got some ideas sparking for you. And if you're ready to have support in this area and really attract partners who are looking for that long-term commitment, no more of this casual emotional unavailability and you're really ready to attract that long-term committed relationship i want to invite you to hop on the wait list for casual to committed academy enrollment is opening soon you'll have your chance to jump in very soon and when you're on the wait list you're going to save 200 dollars and you're going to get access to the full course way before everybody else so let me know what you thought of today's episode. And I'm so, so excited to see you again soon. Love you. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.